By 7.30 the next evening, I was sitting backstage with the performer as the rest of the band prepared to open the show. He patted me on the knee before speaking. The hardest part for you, Woody, will be the opening. Just leave it to me. I'll go out first and warm up the audience before I call you out, so be ready. Trust me, by the time I introduce you, they'll be in the palm of your hand. Soon, I heard the same pre-recorded opening announcement that I'd heard while a member of the audience the previous night. I felt a sudden panic attack coming on, but he recognized it right away, clapped me on the shoulder, and said the four words I needed to hear at that point. Just have fun, Woody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this evening's performance of a tribute to American music. He smiled, winked, and stepped through the curtains to the warm applause of the audience, as if leaping into a different dimension on the other side of the curtain. There I sat on my side of the curtain, feeling so totally alone and out of place. Last night, he had jumped right into the first selection, Misty. But tonight, he did something different, addressing his audience at the outset. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this evening's show. You're all in for a special treat tonight, because a very talented young musician will be sitting in with us on tenor sax. And when you hear him play, you'll understand just how great he's destined to become. Please, give your warmest welcome to my young friend on tenor saxophone, Woody Reed. My heart dropped into my stomach, and I felt as if I would faint from the overwhelming nervousness I was attempting to conquer when I suddenly remembered that he had been away for 25 long years before stepping back on stage. How must he have felt? Bolstered by the realization that if he could do it, so could I, I squeezed through the closed curtain to see him silhouetted in the bright spotlights at stage front, his right arm raised in my direction to welcome me to my spot on stage. The biggest, warmest smile on his face sure helped to calm my nerves. A full house applauded my entrance, apparently convinced that if he said I was good, then I must be good. I took my first bow of the evening, the first of many it would turn out. As my head was down, absorbing that first show of affection from the audience, I was so grateful that he had done exactly as he had promised by putting them in the palm of my hand before I had even played a note of music. He took the microphone from its stand and glanced at me for the benefit of the audience. You know Misty, Woody? At once, I was transported back to that first wedding gig with Trumpet Man when he had asked me the same question. A huge smile broke out on my own face to the delight of the crowd as I answered, You start. I'll jump in. With that, the band kicked in and the show was underway, me following his lead. Once through the first chorus, we traded eights for the second chorus, snapped our fingers to the brass section's third chorus, then played a few more as if questioning and answering each other before closing out with that same four-bar ending I knew so well. The audience immediately showed their approval, a few cheers mixed in for good measure. I was in seventh heaven, totally absorbed in making music with such a gifted performer in this beautiful theater. 
We spent the rest of the show belting out tune after tune. Satin Doll, Lullaby of Broadway, A Foggy Day, I Can't Get Started, Night and Day. The audience was right there with us the whole trip, thoroughly enjoying our nostalgic musical journey back through time. I was indeed working alongside a masterful musician and performer. He paced the show perfectly, bringing the audience up, then letting them down ever so gently, before raising them up higher than the time before. I was feeling elated, not to mention warm, happy, satisfied, fulfilled, at home. Did I tell you this kid could play? They roared once again, offering me yet another opportunity to soak up their acceptance with a long, graceful bow. Well, you ain't heard nothing yet. For our final selection of the evening, we'd like to play a song that has special meaning for Woody. As you know, he was introducing Lush Life. And as he did, I felt an overwhelming rush of emotion and a desperate eagerness to play this song in my own way, in this place, on this night, at this time. As the band began the song, he turned to me and whispered, Take it, Woody. Those words were music to my ears, but what he did next almost threw me for a loop. He abruptly turned and ever so quietly left the stage, stepping back through the curtains through which we had both entered. Under any other circumstances, I might have been rocked by such a surprise, but not on this night. Everything felt so right. And I realized that this was his gift to me. There could be no more generous gesture from one musician to another. This was, after all, his audience, his show. What greater compliment than to turn both over to me so unselfishly? As he must have suspected would happen, I was immediately caught up in the moment, offering the audience my own soulful rendition of this song that I had played years earlier at Trumpet Man's funeral. Eyes closed, I was so intently focused on the moment that a tornado could have swirled across the stage and I wouldn't even have noticed a breeze. As I played, I could see Trumpet Man's eyes in my thoughts I relived his spirit's departure, soon realizing that my mind was once again splitting itself into two halves, one concentrating on the music, the other on its emotional impact. That realization brought with it the familiar sensation of seeing the red glow of the spotlights through my tightly closed eyelids, feeling the tears rolling down my cheeks. I knew it was coming, as the performer must have known I would, but this time I didn't fight it. I didn't give in to the panic, for he had so expertly set me up for what was already beginning to happen to me. I even smiled to myself at the thought of him walking off the stage so purposefully, so stealthily, without the slightest clue of what was to come. But he knew, as I now did, 